Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is October 13th, 2023, the season premiere of SmackDown. <laughs> You're ready to go. I love it. Yeah, we're partying, man. It's good. Now, full disclosure, uh, Issa's not here tonight. Roman Reigns has returned, which means Issa is just, we, she's disappeared. She's just <laughs> probably sitting at home, DVRing SmackDown. Start going right back to the beginning. And watching probably all probably a national holiday, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. take the whole thing off just to see how he can acknowledge her travel chief. Yeah, she acknowledges, she observes his return. It's a glorious day. Uh, full disclosure. So Flobo actually wasn't able to catch SmackDown tonight. He's traveling, but here's what we're gonna do tonight. We're gonna talk about the latest in news, and we're gonna talk about the developments tonight of what happened on SmackDown and kind of talk where WWE is at with SmackDown in particular with the season premiere. Flobo, what do you think of this concept that they started doing a few years ago when they started saying like Oh, it's the season premiere. It's, I mean, it's the fall season. Yes. I, I, since I was a SmackDown kid and, and yeah. I didn't have cable, this is like kind of like what I would look for. Even back in the UPN days, it was like, yeah. now it's time for the season premiere SmackDown. So, you know, the Rockers wouldn't have a match. It was going to be a big deal. And I tell people the biggest uh, season premiere of all time was when Kofi took on Brock. And I was in yeah. the stands when that happened, unfortunately. So, you know what? Give me something special to tune in for. I mean, WWE does that. SmackDown Extreme, all the NXT branded stuff. I know it's all a gimmick, but put, put me on. But what I want is a season finale. I want SmackDown with the <laughs> okay. cliffhanger ending and like Solo Sokoa wakes up and goes to the bathroom and he's in there and like there's Jay and it was all a dream. You know? No, that, that's saying elsewhere. That's literally the, the, <laughs> the ending I said elsewhere. It all took place in a snow globe. That's what I want. I want a, <laughs> right. a big mind bending <laughs> season finale. <laughs> of SmackDown. Uh, but no, this uh we'll talk about what happened tonight. We got a new GM on SmackDown. Roman Reigns is back. John Cena's time is limited, uh, given that maybe SAG after is going to work things out sooner rather than later. Maybe not sooner, given some of the recent developments there. But uh, and LA Knight is getting his shot. Uh, we'll talk about that. But first, uh, in the news, Randy Orton scene. 
around the performance center. Are you excited about Randy possibly returning at Survivor Series? You know, it's one of those things where I'll be the first one to admit I was never the big, the biggest Randy Orton fan. I mean, not in a bad way. I wasn't a hater. It was kind of like, okay, he does his thing. He's kind of boring. Randy Borton, as you used to call him. But like when his last injury hit, you're like, oh man, this is like one of the the stalwarts of the Roots and Aggression era. You know what I mean? To, to have him just one more time. We gave Edge a year of flower tour. Why not get yeah. the same thing Randy Orton? So I'm kind of hyped the fact that that was reported this week. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be good to see Randy back. I think he had, when he came back in 20, what was it, 2016? A lot yeah. of people were just kind of like, mm, I don't know. Uh, but he's had some really interesting runs since then. You know, he had his feud with Bray Wyatt. He had his pairing with Matt Riddle. He had some very good singles matches. I think that this is probably, I'm just speculating based on his age. This, this might be his last run in WWE. But I think if he goes out with a bang, that could be incredible. You know what? I think he's playing with house money, right? If he never misses yeah. again, first battle hall of famer. But I think that last injury made people realize, like, oh, man, we really like him. Now, granted, it was with Riddle, and Riddle's no longer around. So it might not be a tag team run. But Randy Orton was really, like, the the, the bash of consistency. He was a perfect mm-hmm. foil for John Cena. He was the the people that um, Attitude Era guys latched onto when they were like, oh, Cena, he's too he's too for the kids. I like Orton. You know what I mean? And, and the fact that he had a chance to do a victory lap, why the heck not? Yeah. Um, no, I think that could be cool. Uh, other big story in wrestling is someone, for the love of God, take away Tony Khan's access to Twitter. What do you mean there, Glenn? It's oh it's high god. quality stuff. Oh my god! I mean, this is insane. This is if if, if your if your boss mm-hmm. at a company was tweeting like this, yeah. wouldn't it be funny if he had like five followers and they were all people that worked there? <laughs> that, that, that would be one yeah. thing. That'd be one thing. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, he's he's a crazy old man, but he signs the checks, and we're just gonna roll with this. But Tony Khan, like his engagements in the hundreds of thousands, right? And he's taking shots at everyone that's taking shots at him, uh, taking shots at Vince McMahon. Not that Vince McMahon doesn't perhaps deserve, uh, and it's not inaccurate. Uh, some of the things uh, Tony Khan has said, but this thing today. You know, he starts with this very wholesome tweet about the one-year anniversary of his mom being in the hospital and making it through for deals. But then, oh, and when I was there, people were calling me and talking about WWE with the contract tampering. And it's just like, dude, like, just like, is everything, is this all that's on your mind right now? So it's kind of a hard, hard sell because I'm with you, Glenn. I mean, like, look, you have this company and you know it's good. If you believe your product is good, you can focus on your product and improve every week and everyone will come around. But you really made this brand on the fact that you're not WWE. Yeah. So you have to report and say, hey, look, we're head to head. Hey, look, they had to throw Undertaker at us. And hey, look, there was a first, what was the tweet? The first time. It was that- the first time they were on WWE programming that did less than a million viewers. Look, I think it's desperate. I think it's cringe, but you pretty much made yourself that persona online. You might as well go for it there because you can tell once you said that there were thousands of comments. You're like, oh, you're right, Tony. You're dang right, Tony. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm sure those episodes of A&E Treasures didn't all do, you know, plus a million views. That's a deep cut. Don't watch that show. Come on. Wasn't there like a FS1 week or something maybe where it was under a million? I yeah, don't know. So I was, I was going to listen to Jack because we talk all the time. Yeah. There was a time where uh, 
Rampage and SmackDown was on FS1, and SmackDown had the 30-minute overrun. And even though it, it outdrew the number of viewers on Rampage, Rampage won the demographic. And Tony Khan did victory laps. So yeah. you got to be able to say, hey, look, man, if you got wins when we can, I personally don't dig it because who cares about ratings? But if that's his brand, that's his brand. It's just, folks, they say money can't buy you happiness. And if you ever thought that was just lip service, look at Tony Khan's life mm. and how much time he spends on Twitter. You know, he could be doing anything with his time. He could be managing the Jaguars or focusing on how to make the AEW shows even better than they are. Or Fulham, Fulham FC. (laughs) Yeah, but but you know, like, he's not just jotting off those tweets. He's sitting there writing it, and then he's showing it to somebody. He's like, what do you think about this? You know, and he's like, oh, no, maybe I should word it this way. Maybe I should, like, it seems like he's putting thought into these. I will say this though. I, I will feel like that's been Tony's MO from, from night one and, and to his yeah. credit, it worked out for him. But this time, this whole NXT AEW thing, I to me, I guess my algorithm must be kind of skewed. There are more people like, hey Tony, okay, you need to put the phone down. Or hey Tony, that's great, but what are you doing? <laughs> and maybe yeah. that made the beginning of the end. Actually, it's interesting. Uh, Christopher uh Christopher Steichleather is saying. How about this? Edge's last SmackDown did 2.4 million, and Adam Copeland's first AEW appearance did less than 900,000. Two different guys. That's true. Both rated <laughs> R, though. Yeah, they are both rated R. What the both that? rated R, yeah. <laughs> also, is that edgy anymore? Shouldn't it be like NC-17? I never, got, I never got that. He's rated R because yeah. Matt Hardy complained about Lita? Is that why he's rated R? I thought that was the genesis of it. Because the live sex celebration on Raw, I can't believe I'm, I'm citing this. It's like yes. 20 years ago. Was like what under the cover. So it's yes, not quite PG, PG, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think rivalry is fun. It gives us something to talk about. It's good, but I don't know, man. Like if you know, it, you, nobody talked about back in the, in the 90s. You know, I, I know Eric Bischoff would take shots, and there was a rivalry, but it was also more engaged then. I think I think WWE learned. From that in the 90s, like just don't engage, rise above is black flag saying. Uh, just uh, don't get into it because WWE's clearly winning, yeah. Like, why give them the attention? That takes me back to my college days playing black flag on the radio. <laughs> rise above still slaps, man. It's good. Okay, not a lot I was of, an offspring guy, but okay, <laughs> yeah. No, not a lot of black flag you listen to, and you're like, I get at the time why this is good, but you know, yeah. give me rise above TV party. There's a few songs, but other than that, I'm like, eh, I can't. Can't, it's like I went and saw the Ramones uh, live on their farewell tour, and I had to leave Whoa. after. An hour. I, had, I had to leave after an hour because I was like, well, "This was, is too much." That was an expensive ticket, though. That was oh cheap. no, and the Ramones on their fa- farewell tour. That was like yeah. no, it was like twenty five bucks. Dude, it was nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Ramones, everything one, two, three, four, and then like after an hour, I was like, "I need to go." Like I yeah. cannot take more of this. It's too what? relentless. I feel bad. I, I'm a crazy taxi player, and I always oh, yeah. want to see bad, bad Religion live, but it's too late now. But I was want to see Does Bad Religion, religion still tour. Don't they? They still? kind of no, because the lead singer is like a politician now. I think Greg yeah. Gaffin. I know he has a yeah. PhD, uh, similar to yeah. Dexter from The Offspring, who also makes hot sauce. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Gringo Bandito. There he has oh, a okay. yeah, good hot sauce. You can find him uh, most supermarkets. Uh, Dexter up, yeah. from the Offspring. Yeah, they're they're pretty tight. Anyhow, I could talk about this all night, but we should talk a little bit about SmackDown. Um, SmackDown opened by John Cena coming out, giving his gratitude, giving his rousing speech. It's like, it's weird how at some point in the last ten years he just sort of became Captain America. If that was a person, 
You know what? I'm I'm with you. I think he was that for a while, but he I think all the haters either aged out or just gave up. Like he's not going anywhere. Fine, whatever. I can't see you. Yeah, <laughs> the memes are on point. That was so amazing Tuesday uh, when the crowd was yes. actually singing his actual song. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 he was surprised too. He was like, "Oh, you used to say that I sucked." Yeah. What, what the hell happened? You know. Yeah, he's. I mean, you could tell there was an extra pep in his step. Tuesday was a lot of fun. I watched NXT. That was a very fun show uh actually it was funny <laughs> yeah uh I, I mean i like made sure i was home even when i wasn't doing the podcast I'm like i'm still watching nxt uh because it was such an epic moment but john cena came out fired up tonight and interrupted by the bloodline with roman reigns the tribal chief has returned can we talk about this yeah yeah let's talk this guy is the i guess what's the, what's the official word the wwe undisputed heavyweight champion or yes uh, undisputed, undis- uh universal champion universal champion um what worst first Friday in five weeks we've seen this guy? Yeah, and he still keeps. Like, I don't know. I'm a certain age, Glenn, where you had 30 days to defend that title, or else you had to give it up. And this guy just shows up, waltzing when he feels like it. Everyone's all acknowledging him. I'm don't tell Isa, please don't tell Isa. I'm over it. <laughs> He's a fight, dang it. No, I was gonna say I'm of a certain age where five weeks. I don't know if I'm gonna make it till his next appearance. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it seems like a lifetime. Uh, yeah, God, um, my hair was was not silver before. Uh, Jealous. Before, yeah, uh, but no, I think uh, it was good to see him tonight. He came out, confronted John in the ring, and just saying, "Oh, you should acknowledge me." And John was like, "No, no, I do acknowledge you. I think it's great. I'm not here to challenge you. I'm not here to dispute you." Um, but he pivoted it to saying, "You know, I haven't earned a shot at you, but I think someone else has." And brought out L.A. Knight which Absolutely. was electric to see LA Knight going toe-to-toe on the mic with Roman Reigns. There's a great shot circulating online where you can see them face-to-face and you see the reflection of Roman in LA Knight's glasses. So this works in two different levels, right? LA Knight yeah. is one of the last organic uh, over guys we've seen in a long time, and why not give it to him? Because, frankly, I don't think LA is going to win. But feed him to Roman Reigns, yeah. put him on that uh, main event status for a long time. And two, it's kind of a reward for us long-term booking guys because I was at SummerSlam 2021, the summer of Cena, they called it, uh, was yeah. challenge Roman Reigns and lost. So if Cena was like, yeah, man, I'm challenging you, I'd be like, I saw you. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Give me somebody who's hot right now. And I was telling this to my friend. I was like, okay, we're at the point now Roman Reigns has been champion for so long that anyone that beats him will not be electric. Maybe Cody whatever but ellie Knight's the closest one who's fresh enough to go holy crap he has a chance yeah i mean i think it's gonna be a lot yeah. like the Sami Zayn uh oh, no. challenge well i think the crowd's gonna be super into it every false finish they're gonna pop for when it seems like la Knight has a shot and then something's gonna happen that's gonna screw it up um but i think that i mean this is good because in a way this is them acknowledging la Knight, his massive organic rise Especially over the last six months, um, and yeah, you should watch the promo no? tonight. Uh, you know, I wasn't at first. Now I am, but I kind of sometimes. I think at first I was like, this just feels a little. You like Turkey? Mm. Well, yes, uh, but it felt just a little. I, I guess it makes sense though, right? It's kind of like, do you ever see uh, when a band comes out like uh, like uh, uh, a good example recently that band out of Italy, uh, uh, Monskin. Uh, okay. where you're like, this is good, but this is very much designed to tap into a nostalgia for something 20 or 30 oh, okay. years ago. Like Airborne so is the ACDC. I got you. Yeah. So it was kind of like with uh, with LA and I was like, I get what he's doing, but this feels, very, I mean, 
he, you know, he didn't come out wearing uh, uh, Zubas and uh, like wraparound Oakleys. But it's like this is very much meant to tap in. At first, it felt to tap into that 90s Attitude Era Stone Cold Rock hybrid catchphrase machine. But Do I think kids know who Zubas are. They didn't even know what Zubas is. Like, is I that mean, like a thing that I felt like Mojo Raleigh brought those back pretty <laughs> substantially. I ordered back. <laughs> I, I ordered like three pairs of Zubas. I got Zuba ties. I ordered all that <laughs> shit after Mojo put that back on my radar because I didn't know they still made them. I didn't know they still made them. I was like, I remember okay. these, but Mojo's telling me these are still a thing and they're super comfortable pants. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, everything breathes in those Flobo. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> that, don't say it creepy like that. Yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> but no, I think if so, at first I wasn't huge on LA Knight, but I get it. I think he's become his own thing. I think sure. that um, he's fun. I think the promo that he did last week was better when he did the you know, receipt, I'm not buying it thing. That was good. He didn't, I think, land as many punchlines tonight, but I think that he came out there, but he stood toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns on the mic. And the crowd, mm-hmm. by the way, cheering or, or cheering LA Knight, booing Roman yeah. this entire time. It, it sucks because Roman is nothing but being excellent. And I think WWE, for all for all of his the criticism, has done the right thing. And not keeping Roman every week, not making him the, the, the show anymore, trying to build up other stars in Roman's wake, quite literally with Jay and Jimmy and all that. But I think we're tired. I think not to say it's over, not to say I'm, I'm off the bus, but without any other like permutations or sidebars or side characters, we're kind of going like, what's next for the blind? Are we just going to ride this bus to WrestleMania? Is something happening before? This is why I think LA Knight's a perfect person to put with them for now. But you're right. I think there's a situation where it's like, Roman, you have to do something. Either evil, nefarious, maybe something cool to make us cheer for us to feel you. Because the last thing I could think about was Mania. And that was six months ago. Yeah. Um, I think that when's Crown Jewel coming up? Like, like mid-November? Is it that? Wait, is it that soon? Yeah, I think November fifth, twenty twenty two. Oh, that's like oh, no, that was last year. Sorry, no, that was last year. Sorry, that was. Last year. <laughs> uh, it was like twenty twenty two. No, I'm gonna look at this. Right uh, here, we go. Crown Jewel is fourth. November fourth. Okay, I was off my day. <laughs> um, so we got a few weeks between that. I still think, and some people told me I was crazy for this on Twitter. I still think it's got to be Bloodline versus Judgment Day in a War Games match for Survivor Series. Is War Games coming back? I know last year was already in the branding by now, but I haven't seen anything that says Ozzy Osbourne saying War Games is coming back or anything like that. But if if they are, if it is, if it is, that makes the most sense uh, because Judgment Day with the Alliance, you can have that fray a bit. I'm not sure what people are, should be rooting for in that situation, but that makes the most logical sense. That's, that's to be the case. Yeah, so I could see uh, LA Knight versus Roman a Crown Jewel happening. Although, is that big enough for Crown Jewel? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, if Logan Paul got a, a title match, I remember Ricochet got a title match against Brock Lesnar. I think along the titles on the line, you yeah. really can't get mad if you're in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, so this was a good confrontation. Uh, Jimmy blindsided LA Knight, and LA Knight sort of no-sold it, jumped Jimmy out of the ring, stared down Reigns, and this set up a match between LA Knight and Solo Sokoa for the main event tonight. Pretty deadly is back. Elton Strong... Uh, they came to the ring and they defeated the Brawling Brutes in a fun match. And uh, it's great that Pretty Deadly is still, you know, they never lost their their push. Although with the tag titles consolidated, I don't know 
what the trajectory for a tag team really is these days. I really hope they keep them around as like a joke group, uh, just like kind of the humor side, like almost what Alpha Academy was on Raw. So I was talking to the Jack. We have a, an NXT show on the NXT podcast, and I said, "How cool would it be if the Brawling Brutes were in NXT full time?" I think they could run roughshod there. But as long as you have Brawling Brutes and Shames is kind of like in the background, kind of not there right yeah. now with his injuries or whatever, they're going to be fodder for a lot of people, much like how the Viking Raiders were for a long time for Eric's injury. So to answer your question. I love Pretty Deadly. It's fun. It seems very Friday night. It has a disco vibe. Keep them around. They won't be champions for a long time, but that's definitely something that could eat up 835 to 845 yeah. for your show card. No, it was fun tonight. So Pretty Deadly won that match. Then Bobby Lashley was talking to Carlito and Flobo. Carlito had the apple in his hand. He was going to start eating an apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spit in the face. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Uh, he wanted uh, his first match back to be against Bobby Lashley, but then he was attacked by the Street Profits, and Adam Pierce intervened before he could hit him with it. I like Carlito, man. Is he going to be here long term? You think? He's been signed for a couple months before they brought him back. I want years, baby. I want years. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's weird. It's got to be weird when. Um, uh, I mean, we'll talk about the new GM, you know, Carlito. They just did all these releases, but it's like Authors of Pain are back under contract now for a few months. You know, it's comings and goings, man. This is professional wrestling. Papa H is on full effect, man. Even people you think that were, should have been released, I'm not seeing you. Uh, they are kind of hanging around if they're Papa H guys. Yeah. Uh, Bailey took on Zelina Vega, and Bailey beat Zelina Vega pretty easily. Um, yeah. I mean, what's to say about this? I, uh, Damage Control was beating up Zelina Vega after Charlotte Flair came down and made the save. But remember when Zelina, I mean, in Puerto Rico, getting that massive entrance, it seemed like they were giving her quite a push for a while um, right. that she was prominent. And now she's just kind of getting defeated by Bailey pretty easily. So here's a problem with that, man. Um, you had Zelina Vega and you have LWO, which is supposed to be some like giant formidable latin team which sounds good on paper hasn't happened right yeah. totally like selling merch really listen to this week they, they're selling merch but it, it's kind of like really a nostalgia play we love the original even though know, the original lwo didn't win a lot of matches either at least it was kind of like 30 years ago you had bailey and on this show i said you can't have bailey lose every week i understand the code is injured i understand he is a champ but you have bailey lose all the time she's the original horse woman so what you solve one problem by exacerbating another problem. So now yeah. Zelina Vega is just getting folded up, left and right, and Bailey doesn't seem any stronger because she beat Zelina Vega. What is happening right now? I know. Well, Adam Pierce uh, was in the ring with Triple H, who came out to make an announcement, said he missed doing the entrance, missed getting that reaction, and um, gave Adam Pierce uh, raw general manager duty, announced he was going to announce a new SmackDown general manager. But before he could, Dominic Mysterio came out to criticize Adam Pierce for how Judgment Day has been treated, um, and the fact <laughs> that that uh, there was going to be that Cody and Jay were giving someone else a tag opportunity tonight, except for Judgment Day. And Dominic Mysterio, I mean, man, he he got more booze than Roman did. It's amazing. His kids' reaction. Really? Triple H was talking about it. And he was like, oh, "I don't think that mic's working. Try this one." And he was like, nope, same problem, because <laughs> he was drowned out. Uh, but then he introduced uh, Nick Aldis, the new GM of SmackDown. Let's be real about this. Now, for a while, I was complaining about the lack of a GM or inconsistent yes. GMs across our brands, because because Adam Pierce isn't really a GM until today, right? He was yeah. an official. And you're like, well, who are you working for? But Nick Aldis is kind of like one of those inadvertent free agents I have seen him wrestling. During the pandemic, you thought he'd be NWA for life. He was holding 10 pounds of gold. And then something happened. He fell out. I thought Impact. I thought AEW. Yeah. Master Stroke from Stanford. But I wonder what Nick Aldis is going to do to shake up SmackDown and how he's going to endear himself to a brand new audience. Well, it was nice to see him have a little bit of a friendly face-off with Adam Pierce because we're in Survivor Series season. So this is going to set up like a real rivalry um, this year, hopefully. Um, interesting, there are rumors that uh, uh, Nick Aldis's wife, Mickey James, might be coming back to WWE for one more run. If I'm Mickey James, I don't see why not. Uh, I, I love the, the last rodeo storyline. 
Um, it's it's kind of weird slash tragic that her injury kind of like cut that, sh- not cut it short, but like gave it a whimper of an ending. So I would love to have Mickey James just do one more. Because if you get honest with you, her biggest stage was WrestleMania against Tris, one of the best, best women's storylines of all time. Um, if we don't get that, if it's just rumor, if it's just conjecture, Glenn, that's Could fine be. too. <laughs> now, do we get a TV moment or an Instagram post where she's unpacking her gear backstage out of a trash bag? It has to be social. No one will get that. All- <laughs> Nobody will get that. All- She's like, was she homeless? Why no one will get that on all- SmackDown for sure. Yeah, but on Instagram, <laughs> that'll that'll massive. Like that'll get shared to Reddit. That'll go massively. Viral. Yeah, that'll that'll pop the crap. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, homeless uh, Mickey. That's uh, yeah. Shoeless Mickey. <laughs> well, given that Jay left SmackDown to go to Raw, we finally learned who the trade was for. The newest member of the SmackDown roster, Kevin Owens, came out. Interesting. Stunner to Dominic Mysterio. Kevin, uh, blue duct tape on the shirt tonight. Spelling KO. Yeah, um, I like it. Uh, for me, I kind of forgot about the trade because <laughs> it had been like two months or something yeah. like that. But I'm not sure what that means for the tag team champions, but I'm good. I'm glad. I am not the biggest Sami Zayn fan. I don't mean that from a place of hate or anything, but I like Kevin Owens as a single competitor. I know there's, that was a fake tweet that was going around about Kevin Owens appearing on NXT. I shared it in an instant because I remember when Kevin oh, yeah. struck fear in the hearts of our roster. So if you get them separated to do that again, or at least if you can't do that, be the uh, Ezekiel hating Deadpool meta Kevin Owens, <laughs> that's fine too. As long as he's not hiding in a porta potty. Anyway. Ugh, ugh, um, but what does this mean for Sami Zayn? He'll be fine. People, people like Sami Zayn, man, and he's he's good on comic timing. He was a manager. He was a single guy. He fought Bobby Lashley. When Bobby Lashley had sisters, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I think of the two of them, Kevin Owens was the guy that I was worried about the most because he's very good at being a player and, and dealing with people he's bouncing off of. He might just fit into the background. So now it's really okay. his time. But as far as Sami Zayn's concerned, I ain't worried. Well, Charlotte Flair is getting a rematch against Io Sky for the championship next week on SmackDown. But more importantly, she ran into Jade Cargill backstage. Just everywhere. Was she supposed to be in Orlando, Jade? What's going on? I don't know, but they had a face-off. I like what they're doing with Jade, how they're having her be a presence on all this WWE programming, letting the audience know that she's like a massive deal. I think Jade versus Cargo prints money, and you don't. And it's one of the few things where you don't need a storyline. Like if mm. if you can say Becky Lynch being the man, and I'm the man. If it's if it's Mercedes, you can say about who held down the company longer. But Charlotte and her mm. her last name and Jade and her abs can sell a pay per view with no context whatsoever. Yeah, no, I look forward to that. Um, I think it'll be really really good when it finally does happen. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso defended their tag team championships against Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. They retained. This match was fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of A-Town Down. I'm a big fan of Grayson Waller. Not sure why they're together, but I'm, I know I'm in the minority when I say that because Grayson Waller is just a bit too charismatic on the character side. Let's take A-Town um Austin Theory's lunch. But hey, look, man, you got to give themselves an easy title defense if you're Cody Rhodes and Jay Oso. Wait to see when that's going to blow up. Not sure when it's going to blow up, but the longer that uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller are tagging together, the more I worry about Austin Theory's prospects long term. No, I agree with that. Um, but this match really was the build to give us the crossing of paths of Cody and Jay 
and Solo and Jimmy, and then Roman and Paul Heyman coming coming out, and we had Reigns and Cody with a face to face stare down. Let me ask you a question, Glenn. Yeah, is Cody going to be the next champion? Is he going to finish the story? Is he going to? Is that is he the next guy to win the championship? It would be kind of funny if he didn't, but I feel like he has to. I don't know, man. I, I thought worry that about this that. year, though. We thought that a mania this year. I did not. No, 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 no. that's not going to happen this year. It's not no. at all. WWE likes making their own lore. So I knew going in, he's going to lose. Even on, if you ever watch NXT, like someone challenges, they get beat, and they get a rematch, and they win. That's That was going mm. to happen. The question I have is, is it that championship? Is it winning Seth's championship and challenging Roman after that? That's a question I have. Yeah, uh, it's actually kind of funny that we're not going to have a brand champ versus brand champ Survivor Series match if it does go Judgment Day versus Bloodline. I'm with you. But that's bigger. I mean, that's huge. That's the two biggest factions in WWE facing off against one another. Yeah. Um. So. You hear that, Billy? Not damage control. What are you saying? Uh, I like damage control. But. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. But the main event tonight was LA Knight versus Solo Sokoa. And uh, despite Jimmy Uso trying to attack Knight, John Cena got in the ring and prevented that. Uh, LA Knight won tonight over Solo Sokoa in the main event. Hell of a match, went on for a bit. And uh, LA Knight looked great, but they, you know, reminding you who the tribal chief is. Roman Reigns speared LA Knight out of nowhere, holding up the one symbol as the show went off the air. So yeah, I'm I'm very worried for LA Knight fans that are going to allow themselves to believe Mr. Knight has a shot at this. I think he'll get a good match out of Roman, but there it's going to be it's going to be more heartbreaking the more they build this legitimately and increases momentum, only to have it be stopped by Roman. I'm with you. Uh, there are some people that would say you go get the champion lose, you're now in the conversation. Yeah. But let's let's just let's just pretend. Like let's just say it's like a, like a Kofi Mania moment, right? Let's say LA Knight gets the match against Roman Reigns, wins it. He has a golden belt. Yeah, has a golden belt. I got a feeling that wrestling fans are gonna give him like six weeks before they turn on him and be like, he's boring. I don't like him anymore. He's so rocket don't go. And that's what I worry about, about these organic swells of, of face turns or being put over. I think as long as he keeps giving people new stuff, the biggest problem with WWE is um, they don't, I mean, sometimes they just run everything into the ground. It's like SNL. It's like, hey, you know, last week we did uh, It's Pat. What if uh, this week we do It's Pat again? Oh, deep. I like it. You know, everyone loves Rob Schneider and the copy machine guy. What if we have him saying the host's name in a fun way? because they're making copies right um yeah i think that it's just so easy i love anyone that's a gen z is just like what the hell are you talking about it's like uh millennials it's like they did debbie downer and just ran it into the ground uh gen z i don't have a current point of reference because i don't really watch snl anymore well mad tv did all the time remember the swan lady (laughs) (laughs) which is why key and peel was amazing how key and peel like had so few recurring things yeah Aaron. Yes. I mean, yeah, but all sketch comedy is guilty of it. Kids in the hall would do it. The state would do it. Everybody. Uh, I think uh, even Mr. Show. Well, the Mr. Show probably a little less. Mr. Show and Key and Peele are like the two that kept it pretty fresh all the time. But yeah, I think with absolutely. these characters, that's the problem. Is it's just it becomes the same thing. It's like, no, people want the catchphrase. People know this. Whose game is it? Fact of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
he's got to change it up. He's got to do different things. And I think that as long as he does that, the audience will be entertained. The question is, see, with Sami Zayn, and this is interesting. Some people are like, you're comparing LA Knight and Sami Zayn. Why? Well, yes, I am. But with Sami Zayn, it was really interesting because he had catchphrases, but people were on board for his emotional journey. And I think that LA Knight behind the scenes and in real life has had a very emotional, interesting journey to be at his, the stage of his career and getting this opportunity. How do they keep him being like Fonzie? How do they keep him being the super cool guy while also humanizing him enough to get people emotionally invested to the point where they're just like, so wanting him to win, not just for the character, but for the person. You're going to hate this. Cause I, I liked Ellie Knight when he was the antagonist egging on Cameron Grimes mm. in NXT with, with Ted DiBiase in the championship and the middle of the championship. But it really rubbed me the wrong way when he was in a battle with Miz and Miz beat him on the mic, not so much on 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 presence and, and and bravado, but rather like, why are you arguing? And he's like, yeah. oh, I I but we start to do the hard times promo, but you're the you're the mega million star, so it's like it's a weird dissonance. So th- there are some things you need to work on. Some of the bright lights get to him, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, as someone who's worked with Sean Ricker personally, I know he can do better. Uh, I'm not sure what that lane's going to be. Just just go back to being uh, Max Dupree. That'll be fine. Is it titillating the forbidden desires? Yeah. Titillating the juices of your forbidden Titling the juices the of your desires. forbidden desires. This is like a really wacky company when you think about shit like that. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that Maxine Dupree is still signed, but maximum male models aren't. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, Max was getting over. That's the thing yeah. that trips me out that Max Dupree Dupree was getting over. It wasn't as fun as, as LA Knight for sure, but it was yeah. actually working. No, I think uh, tonight was a good season opener. They, but that's like the big story. I think the GM is good. Look, WWE programming is always better when you have a strong GM that's a character. Right. It can allow for so many more possibilities. Adam Pierce was a very, yeah, he was an official. Since Sonya Deville left, he seemed like he was just literally there as a placeholder when they needed someone to be the man, right. not the Becky Lynch man, but the man man. Oh. Um, you know. He was, but it didn't feel strong in that. It's like, you know, I think you need somebody that can abuse their power or somebody that can get into it with a superstar. You know, it just makes it more interesting. Does that mean NXT gets one soon or you don't think so? I like NXT better with one, although NXT is such a variety show. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I think it is. Like, because we have serious competitions. You have stuff like Gallus and you have stuff like Tony D'Angelo. I mean, it's like, it's super weird. It's super quirky. Right? We need someone to run the asylum. Yes. Um, and who knows? Who knows who that person could be? Um, Glenn. Yes. Oh, I would love to be the manager of NXT. But what it would be, though, is it's just like every time someone came to see, see me, it would be like, I like the cut of your jib. You got <laughs> Wait, Moxie, kid. You went to a time machine to the 20s? Like, what, what the hell just happened? I was yeah. doing a badge, Glenn. Yeah, I don't agree with you. I think it's a terrible idea. But you got Moxie, kid. <laughs> You're the bee's knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to give you that shot. <laughs> you know? Uh, now get out of here. Skittily do. Um, yeah. No, I think that would be that'd be amazing. Uh, I, I like to think HBK is like that. It's weird how they have HBK as the GM, but HBK, you rarely see him talking to people. Yeah, you never see him. It's like, is he even in the building? <laughs> you know? <laughs> We saw that office. I mean, there's nothing really to write home about. Not even yeah. a window, poor guy. This guy was a heartbreak kid, man. Give him a window. Yeah. Please, some air hole somewhere. Please. That's the real heartbreak is him sitting in a closet. <laughs> I 
a corporate office. A cubicle yeah. is a real heartbreak. Right? Yeah, with his readers on trying to figure out how to work a computer, you know? Uh, cool, everybody. Well, that was SmackDown. Flobo, thanks for hopping on. I know you're traveling. Yeah, uh, next week, I'll be back on Tuesday. Talk about NXT, the fallout from the biggest NXT of all time. Yeah, and you're the GM too, so it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be great. I'll be doing it from backstage. I'll have a corner of Sean's office. Let's be <laughs> Get sitting, my man a window, please. Sitting on, sitting on a mop bucket turned upside down. <laughs> Get your nice view of the parking lot. That's yeah, see. sitting there like on, on my iPad. Uh, it'll be great. So, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here next time. Follow Flobo at Flobo Boys. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, this weekend on Gigantic Pop. Last weekend, Matt Morgan fell asleep. So what? Raj and I had to go solo, and it went off the rails. Nice. You should check it out. We told some stories. But this weekend, uh, talking uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Check it out. Gigantic Pop on YouTube. Uh, Flobo, thank you so much. Always enjoy doing this with you, and I'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Yeah, Podcast. Man. Take Bye, care. Guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.